Welcome to Brain Power with Dr. Echo, where each week we discuss how your family can boost brain health by addressing mind, body, emotional, and environmental health. And now here's the episode. Hello, parents. Welcome to another session. This one is a must-see because I have the amazing Melody Kashumba, Miss Melody Kashumba, an extraordinary psych nurse and a mommy of an amazing young man who has autism. And I just wanted her to come on here and share with you her amazing story about self-care and how she has navigated taking care of her precious son. So without further ado, please welcome Melody Kashumba. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. H. I am so excited to be here um, and to be able to share my story and my journey, um, especially about self-care. It's something that is near and dear to my heart. Um, I just recently uh, began a journey as a mental health nurse, and uh, um, I, more than anything, am beginning to realize the very, very important aspect that self-care plays in each and everything we do. So I am a proud mom of three and a and a mom of uh, a very amazing young man uh, with autism. And he is actually turned, he just actually turned 19 this year. Wow. And one of the biggest things that I can attribute to his success is me being able to care for myself, me being able to put myself first, me being able to pour into myself and not run on an empty tank, putting the oxygen mask on first, just like they do in the airplanes. My putting the oxygen mask on myself uh, has enabled me for 19 years to be able to uh, serve my son at the highest level, to be able to advocate for him and to be able to care for him to live his best life. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you hear all of that? Just <laughs> So I love what you said, that the biggest reason for his success at mm-hmm. 19 is because you never stopped taking care of yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And please tell the parent who feels guilty about taking care of themselves, because we know children on the spectrum, children with ADHD, every child is different. Every child is unique in their own abilities, in their behaviors and all of what makes them who they are. So can you please talk to that parent who feels like I just have to, no, I can't take time for myself and they feel guilty about taking time for themselves and and they just feel like all they have to do is focus on their children. Please talk to that parent. Absolutely. And I'm speaking to that parent, not from the outside, but from the inside in, because I've walked that journey. Um, When my son was in his younger years, I went through everything where he would have outbursts and, um, you know, he would at school, they couldn't control him. So it's not like I'm speaking about something that I don't know. Um, But two things I want to touch on. Um, It's like, how do you drive a car without fuel? it will stop at some point. So if you don't take care of yourself and we know our bodies are really very, very fragile bodies. If you don't take care of yourself and you end up not feeling well, who then is going to be there to care for your son? As a mom with special needs, I know that there are things that I understand that people don't understand about my son. There is our children are children that have routine. 
our children that they have a way of communicating with us. So if I'm not healthy enough and I don't take care of myself and I hit a wall, in that time, how am I serving my son where I'm not there and I'm not present to be able to take care of my son? The second thing I want to touch on is um, we have to take away that expectation that that the society has put on our children, right? There's this template that people have on what a child should be. But we all know as parents of children with special needs, and actually I will even take it to children of parents, even without special needs. You have to own who your child is is as an individual. Mm -hmm. And you have to strive to accept their journey at their pace. So by accepting who they are as an individual and not setting unrealistic expectations, it is no longer a sprint. It is a journey. Life is a journey. So you you dedicating every single minute to have to your son and you not being able to take a step back to fill your tank, you're going to be giving out of a place where you're empty. And I don't know if, if, and it's not even, it's not even just parents with special needs. When you're giving, when you don't have a reserve, you're not giving your best, right? So you get to give your family and your children your very worst. So I'll give an example. If I'm not taking care of myself, uh, I, for example, I have a thyroid uh, that I always get. Every year I follow up with my endocrinologist to make sure that my thyroid is fine. If I don't take care of that, then my body may not feel well. Then maybe I'm impatient with my son. Maybe I'm hiring him through his routines. And how is he experiencing life with a mom that's impatient and not feeling well, right? So the most important thing is how you take care of yourself helps you show up at your highest level for your child. And you get to give your child the best experience of life daily, so at 19, I can look back and, and really say, I've given my, my son a, a good life. He's a smiling child. They said he would, when he was young, that he'd be violent. He's the most loving teddy bear there is. And I'd like to believe that who he is today is a product of how I raised him, right? He's a child that's not used to be having his, the voice raised at him. He does not do well with that because I've always taken my care of myself and my surroundings to create a loving home and an environment. So it's very important that we take that into consideration to take a moment that how you care for yourself helps you serve your children with special needs at the highest level. But above all, it helps you serve your whole family. It helps you serve humanity. It helps you serve the world at the highest level because you're not forgetting yourself. I'm going to talk right there. <laughs> Wonderful. So uh, can you give some practical? So the mommies and daddies have heard you and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so Miss Melody, tell me, where do I even begin? So what are some practical ways that parents can implement self-care from themselves? Let's start with the morning routine, right? So we've mentioned yes. that um, with autism or with ADHD, they are creatures of, of routine and they do mm-hmm. best when they have routines. So how can we make our morning routines? How can we include ourselves in the morning routine and not get lost in it because we're trying to get our kids together for school and all the rush that happens? I mean, even in a, in a household that doesn't have a child with special needs, I mean, let's yeah. just speak to that, please. 
So it's amazing that you asked that question. So I'll give a practical example based on my life, right? So we all know that it's very important that we drink water. I'm going to just use water as an example because our body is, I think it's about 70% water. One of the things that we don't do, even for people without without children with special needs, is drink water. So when I wake up every morning, my routine for years has been, the first thing is I wake up and I wake up a little earlier than he wakes up and I will make sure I warm up some water and have a fresh glass of water before I do anything. One of the things that does for myself is I then get to hydrate myself and I'm ready for the day. While everyone is still sleeping in the house, I am a person, I think you see my t-shirt, it talks about prayer. That's a big thing of what grounds me. So I make sure I, I lo- and I have a prayer group that we meet with every morning. I'll log on to that prayer group in the quiet before the world starts while everybody's sleeping and be on that prayer group that really just nourishes my soul, empowers me, grounds me, and sets me up for the day. The second thing is I understand I have to drink water throughout the day. I will wake up and I will get my bottle. It's half a gallon. It used to be a gallon, and just looking at a gallon was a little intimidating. So I ordered half a gallon. But I will get my half a gallon water, and I will um, jug. I will wash it, clean it, put my water for the day. Then after I'm done with that routine, I am literally feeling alive, yet the world isn't even woken up. Then I go up and wake my son up for him to start his morning routine. It takes him a while to get his day going. And so I'm urging him on and reminding him. Now at 19, he kind of has a handle of it, but I, I just have to double check with him. Have you done Have you done your lunch? Have you, have you put your water? Have you, you know, have you put your clothes on? But I'm, I have a full tank at this point and I'm just, I like to say ministering to him. And when, by the time they're done, 7.20, him and my daughter leave to go to the bus, it's been a peaceful morning, no issues there. So that's an example of a morning routine. And the water that I have in my half a gallon serves me for the whole day. So I'm just drinking water. That's another thing, self-care. It was too much for me to remember, I need to get water, I need to get water. So I solve that by just getting a gallon that I just walk around with. I take it to work. I take it throughout my day. I am well hydrated. My skin looks good. I feel good. And that's an example of mine. But what I have to say is you have to decide what's important to you. Once you decide what's important to you, then you look at your day and intentionally add that to your day because you matter just as much. Yes. Yes. And I have found that it's so important to be intentional about this. And when you do add, find something that's important to you and add it to your day, don't do 10 things at once. Just start with one. Right. And yes, we consistently what research shows you takes about 30 days to form a habit. So you just do yes. it and then add something else. So like Miss Melody said, it's a process. It's a journey, right? It's not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not going to fix this overnight. So don't beat yourself up. Just start with one thing. And yes. Yeah. So so that that's that's wonderful. So in terms of you're a nurse and in terms of the water is a great one because that nourishes your brain as well. So what mm-hmm. else can parents do um, on a practical um, basis, on a practical level to help themselves to fill up their tanks? so that they can fill up their children. Yes. So 
Another thing I'll mention is, and and in, in the healthcare setting, right, as multivitamin, whatever your doctor has prescribed for you. And for me, it's multivitamin, but for other people, it could be just all the supplements, whatever it is that the doctor has for you. Some people I know are too busy to ever do that, right? But I realized that I wanted to be intentional about making sure, you know, I take my vitamin D until I take my vitamins, but I wanted to be intentional to make sure I do it every day because I had a habit early on where I would not. So what I did is try to figure out what I do every day at a certain time and at that space, put all my supplements there, right? So I figured out at work every day, I'll have lunch. So I made sure, and nobody's there. I don't have any children around any, any, you know, at that time I would, I made sure that my lunch was packed with my supplements and I would without fail, take time for lunch. When I was done with my lunch without fail, took my supplements. So you can see how I intentionally added water to my day, supplements to my day and making sure I eat the lunch was making sure I'm actually eating because we can go all day feed everybody, cook for everybody, and never take care of ourselves. So making sure all those, those are just three simple components that I can tell you that most people are not doing uh, consistently right now. But those that were added to my day. By the time I got home, my water intake is where it wants to be. I've been eating intentionally all day, and then I'll have dinner when I get home. And I've been taking my vitamins every single day. <laughs> yes, and I have to say, Melody told me about the vitamin and timing thing because I too was guilty. <laughs> some days not taking it, and some days. So I set an alarm on my phone. It rings at nine a.m. and at nine a.m. I'm usually still home trying to get ready. Yes. For so I woke up. I take it. So it works. <laughs> so thank it you, Melody. Does. I did learn from you too, as well. So that's wonderful. So as a as a mommy of of um of an uh, young adults, right? Um, mm -hmm. How can parents best advocate for their children in, in school, in wherever the child may be? What mm -hmm. would you tell parents? The very first thing I'll say that helped me, you know, my son is 19. Way back when there was, I could tell you, there were not, not that many resources when my son was a, a, a young child. But the one thing I learned was to always show up, right? So the school would always send, maybe they're having a meeting, an IEP meeting to discuss my son. I never missed a meeting. I went into those meetings. I was present. I advocated for him. Most of the things discussed are put on his record. And I made sure I was there as a voice for him. So it's very important to understand that you know your child more than anything. And I remember every IEP day I was that I attended, that was my opportunity to educate them how to communicate with my son. And they were very receptive and they would say, you know, Ms. Kishimba, we're going to add that. And I'll give you an example. There was a, a period where my son, when he was upset, he would just start spitting, right? At home, when he would do that, we would give him gum. Now, gum for children with speech delay helps build their muscles, but it also would just stop him from spitting. So I was able to share that with the school to say, when he does start doing that, I can provide the gum. You can give him the gum. He gets focused on the gum. Not only is, won't he spit and, you know, that's not a good habit, right. but then 
He's also strengthening his muscles. Today, I can tell you, he can actually communicate what he needs. Yet there was a time that his speech was very delayed. So show up because you don't know what's being discussed. You are going to be the voice for your child. You can help educate them how to uh, um, communicate with your child. And I'll also tell you, I got tips from the speech therapist when I was there. I got tips from the from the from the uh, the teachers, some of the things that were working for them, I was able to take those things home. It becomes a partnership. I can tell you to this day, my uh, I am still in contact with some of his the teachers that he had because we developed that relationship of understanding that we're all working together for my son. Right, that is so key. It's the partnership. You're not. Yes. The teacher can do it themselves. You can do it yourself. So we come together to to create the best environment for your yes. child so that they can thrive both at home and at school. And when the teachers see that you are not coming at them in an aggressive manner, you're coming at them from, uh, how can we do this together? Then they are mm-hmm. more likely to be receptive and open because they are human beings after all. And I mean, they have lots Absolutely. of children to take care of and. So if we put ourselves in their shoes and like, okay, how best can I approach this teacher? It usually goes over so well. And and it's not just the kids that do well. You as the parents feel so much better that your child. Yes. And because our kids spend most of their days in school, right? Not even at yes. home. So, so, yes. So thank you for that. That's so important. And can you show us your amazing shirt again, please? Oh, yes. <laughs> Prayer, the strongest wireless connection. That's wonderful. So where can the parents... Oh, and I should say, parents, I'm going to be telling you more about the, the group practice I'm starting, but guess who's going to be part of it? <laughs> yes, she's going to be there. Oh, there amazing lived experience right and expert yes. guidance as a also as a mental health nurse uh, to our parents in the group so be present and come join us <laughs> it's so good so can you please tell the parents how they can find out more about you and where they can follow you oh and you have a book as well right so please tell yes about your book yes so i have a book pain uh, the accelerator to a life of purpose. I don't know if you can see it. So it is available on Amazon pain, the accelerator to a life of purpose. And my son is in, and, uh, one of the chapters in the book, but it's a book that talks about, uh, my life because I've been through a lot, but it also highlights how every lived experience that you've gone through, whether it's a bad experience or whether it's a painful experience becomes a seed that accelerates you into a, per, a life of purpose for, and I, I can speak as a mom with a child with special needs that there's a lot that you go through, but I want to encourage you to, today to make you understand that every single experience that you've gone through as you're raising your child has made you so much stronger. There are people who have never and would never be able to go through what you've been through. But because you persevered and and persisted, that experience has made you so much stronger. And you can use that power instead of complaining and saying, oh, my life is bad. You can actually use that power as an accelerator to a life of purpose. I think I am an example of that. I sit here today talking about self-care, 
for the uh, for for um, parents with special needs. I could have decided to have a Peter party, but I looked at my life and said, you know what? I'm going to share the experiences that I have, positive experience to help other moms and other fathers with children with special needs. So it's a book that encourages you to look at your life from a positive lens. And no matter how painful it's been, but to use that as fuel and fire to be able to change the world and to be able to um, make a difference. And I can be found on all platforms as Melody Kashumba, LinkedIn, IG, as well as Facebook. I am on TikTok with uh, Daily Motivation 24-7, where I pray. I think my shirt says it all. I love to pray. Um, I also uh, am on uh, my website is www.accelerate pain to passion and it's pain the number two passion.com that's wonderful so yes please go follow her get some t-shirts get the book she's amazing come join us <laughs> <in the group. laughs> and thank you so much for all the all the um, amazing points that you raised they are so simple to implement and i hope parents that yes. you learned as much as i did like i told you what she taught me is working for me. So try it out. It works. So definitely. So thank you again for being <laughs> on here. Really appreciate you. Have a so have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again. Awesome. It's been amazing being here. Thank you so much for the amazing opportunity. And I just have to say, I've known Dr. H for a long time, for a while. You are in great hands. And she has helped me immensely with my son too in this journey. So you're in great hands. Uh just avail yourself to the process and you will not be disappointed. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Okay. Bye.